Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello, Wealth Academy podcast listeners and subscribers. Glad that you could be with me for this broadcast. And it's always an honor to deliver content-rich information to you. Again, one of the things that you want to do after listening to this particular broadcast is to go to the website, www.wealthacademypodcast.com. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, And of course, the subtitle is Wealth is More Than Just Money. And it is. And uh, that's part of what I'm going to talk about today. And there is no doubt that one always needs money. We have needs that we need to take care of for lodging, for food, medicine, uh, for doctor's visits, for school, if you happen to be attending school or you have children that attend, and other uh, necessities of life. And then we also can elevate even more for things that we want. Uh, we may want to go on a vacation or to visit relatives or one of a number of things that we could possibly do. But today, I'm going to talk about just one element that involves wealth. And of course, when we define wealth, it's not necessarily money because we've already discussed the needs and the wants, but it's also something that is complementary uh, to living a wealthy lifestyle. And that wealthy lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean being in a gated community, driving foreign import vehicles or anything of that nature. So today, I'm gonna start out with what's most important and what's most important is wisdom. That's right, wisdom. If we have wisdom and we work to acquire more wisdom than all of the things that we talk about uh, in terms of wealth and a wealthy lifestyle through the decisions that we make, wise, making wise choices, making good decisions, and those type of things, it plays a significant role in exactly living a wealthy lifestyle. And so why do we want to live a wealthy lifestyle? Well, a wealthy lifestyle also includes having good health, good relationships, strong relationships, whether it's with family, with friends, or even on the job. Or if you're an entrepreneur, to have good relationships with your clients. And so these are just some of the things that we're going to talk about. We're going to look in that space in the future about mind, body, and spirit as well mindfulness and how that we can avoid the stress of life, anxiety as a result of COVID-19, and many more, more things. So let's put our focus on wisdom today. Uh, many people, when they look for perhaps who is the wisest person in the world, uh, they always come back to Solomon, King Solomon. And uh, he, of course, built a temple in Jerusalem, but he's considered one of the, not only the wealthiest people, but also one of the wisest people. However, he did fall. He, he had a fall because uh, he liked to uh, be involved with too many women. <laughs> not that that's a bad thing, but it has to be from a positive perspective. And, and so we're going to talk about wisdom and uh, all that is it's about. And of course, when we look at wisdom, we're talking about a knowledge. And so it's very important for people to always acquire knowledge. Knowledge is the key to learning. And no matter what your age is, whether you're young or if you're middle-aged or if you're more of an elder uh, individual, wisdom is the key 
to success. And we can acquire wisdom through experience. We can acquire it through listening to others. I can recall when I was young, I typically didn't uh, play with the kids. I was typically listening to my grandparents or another elderly person who came to our family's grocery store. And I would listen to them talk and I would always wonder, how come they are so wise and young folks aren't? <laughs> Specifically meaning me. Well, the first thing you can do uh, to position yourself to learn more and to acquire wisdom is to listen to someone who's had experiences that perhaps one day you want to acquire and that you want to get into your life. So I found that to be numero number one. That was the number one way that I learned about acquiring uh, wisdom. It was sitting at the feet of those who were much more advanced in age and experience than I was. And another way to acquire more wisdom is through books, through learning, through academics, and maybe sometimes not even academic, reading about someone's autobiography and seeing what their journey was like. But it all goes and it all filters into this wisdom. And if you have wisdom, you will live a wealthy lifestyle. Now, wealthy lifestyle is all based upon your definition. It could be living in a, a nice house that you don't have to make repairs in, as opposed to leasing or renting a property. Or it could mean having a vehicle that you can depend on when you get in there and you turn that ignition on. It does what you want it to do, as opposed to having it towed like I did when I was younger and having it taken to the shop to be repaired again and again and again. I was not wise. When I first had a couple of opportunities to, to uh, not only trade in my car and get one that was newer, but I was paying more and more money to have it repaired. But I learned from that. And so today I always try to buy a new or close to new vehicle. So that's some wisdom that I acquired. I also acquired wisdom from the standpoint of taking care of my physical body. Uh, our physical bodies are very, very important that we take care of them, that we not only have to sustain our physical bodies, but maintain them as well. And we maintain them through physical exercise, having wonderful meal plans. I don't say dieting because dieting really doesn't work. And oftentimes it may just be a temporary a stage in someone's a life in their journey. And so we want to be able to eat properly and then also to engage with other people uh, we are human beings and we were created to do so. We were also created to be happy. And so we need to do everything. I mean, everything to make ourselves, our lives happy. Uh, wealthy lifestyle includes happiness. Uh, it may not be uh, taking a trip uh, to Europe or to Asia or some other part of the world, but it may just be in place. If we look at COVID-19 right now, People are reinforcing their homes, making it more of a recreation-focused area, an office-type area in the home, and also still being able to use the virtual platforms such as this one in order to converse with people, still conduct business, even with medicine, the telemedicine visits with your primary care manager, your doctor. And so these things really help to make a difference. For example, uh, my two children, uh, they start school. And it will be from the virtual platform. So I have to ensure that I have high-speed internet or they have a hotspot so that they can still learn. And they, I had to take them to school to pick up whatever books that they needed for the courses that they're taking this year, the school year. However, a lot of that is online. So even having the ability to bring in, for example, a Chromebook 
having the electricity to power it, and then having either high-speed internet or a hotspot within the house in order to be able to get that work done. And likewise, the same thing works for me, uh, for, for you all, uh, that I have my business that I can still operate from home, have meetings, and, and still work with clients and prospective clients as well. And so uh, wisdom really takes into account a lot of things. Now, of course, uh, Solomon himself is considered the wisest man. <clears throat> now, we cannot tell whether he was the wisest man because every man or woman has never ever been born yet. There's still people yet to be born, and there's still people who are very young who are still acquiring knowledge. And so for uh, purposes of this particular episode, it's more so uh, I'm just going on what I have researched. And so let's look at wisdom from another perspective. Uh, we know whether or not we're wise or the society in which we're wise also would take into account its uh, obedience, uh, civil obedience, uh, civil rights, and things of that nature. So if we were to look at here in America, from a wisdom standpoint, uh, we know we had the Civil War. It was fought, fought over slavery and freeing the slave with uh, President Abraham Lincoln and the uh, Confederate uh, Army. They defeated were defeated by the Union. And as a result of that, we have to wonder in the 1860s uh, that how wise have our nation become? Because here in the year 2020, those same battles are being fought over again. Civil rights and human rights, have we acquired wisdom? I think the answer to that would be no. Now, someone else may, may uh, beg to differ. However, if you see uh, that the confrontation is taken between, between peaceful protesters and uh, between the different police forces out there, one has to say that uh, wisdom uh, needs to be worked on. And uh, so I will digress and move on to another stage uh, when we look at wisdom and whether one has it or not to help them live a wealthy lifestyle. And again, the title of this show is Wealth Academy Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. I want to say that for you who just may have come in listening to this particular area of the broadcast for this episode. And so I'm, I'm talking about the very first uh, attribute or element of living a healthy and wealthy <clears throat> lifestyle. And uh, the reason why I'm doing this is to let people know that there are many, many people who have chased money their entire lives. Oh my God, if I could just get a million dollars, I'll be happy and live happily ever after. No, <laughs> because there are other aspects of life, external aspects of life that may change that in an instance. And uh, it's not that I'm trying to put negativity into this, but we just never know uh, what hurdle or what quicksand that we may confront in a certain period of time or phase of our lives. So I, I want to just put that out there. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about is that when we look at uh, the element of our wisdom, and that's what we're focusing on right now as an element of living a 
a wealthy lifestyle is that we must take the knowledge that we acquire and apply it. All too often, uh, some people, they gain more knowledge, they acquire more knowledge, but they don't apply it. They don't take the action step to move forward, uh, to put that into action, to, to manifest uh, that which they need in their particular lives. I'm guilty of it. I've done that in the past. Uh, I know other people who have done it in the past as well. And as I stated, sometimes we chase money and we never acquire it. But if we add other elements into our life, into our lifestyle, and it becomes a wealthy lifestyle, it would take into account things such as wisdom, such as health and wellness, such as mindfulness, such as strong relationships, such as mind, body, and spirit. There's so many other elements of life in addition to the financial aspect that many of us uh, look at as well. And so my particular position here as host of Wealth Academy podcast is just provide you with some information that can help you along your path. And that's what this journey is all about. So I'm thankful for everyone who, the listeners who have, have listened. I thank you all for the reviews that you have provided for me on different uh, platform, podcast platforms. And I also want to let you know that I continue to bring on excellent guest experts to help us all learn even more and acquire more knowledge and more wisdom. And we take it and we apply it to our lives. That's what this journey is all about. Again, a subtitle and the mantra is wealth is more than just money. So back to wisdom. Do you believe that you have wisdom? Says Yay or nay? That's an answer. That's a question for you to answer if you so choose to answer it. And uh, if you say yes, then you're doing really great. But when you say yes, understand that there's more knowledge to acquire so that you will be able to expound on your wisdom. And it's, it's one thing to have wisdom, but it's another to apply it. And then thirdly, if you have wisdom, you have a responsibility and duty to share it with others, to help other people's lives become even better so that they can live a wealthy lifestyle with a focus today, again, being on wisdom. Wisdom is priceless, it's invaluable, and it's something that we all need. Few, if any, succeed in life without having a measure of wisdom, and all measures are different for everyone. And so it's very important and it's very crucial for all of us to acquire as much knowledge as we can because we can make better decisions. Someone will say, oh, he's wise, she's wise. They, they have wisdom. And what they're really saying is that you have won the right to state a position and it's most of the time based on experience, expertise, and the acquiring of knowledge for someone who came before you. Or it could come through books, or it could come through reading, it could come through some audio books, it could come from the word of God, it could come from a grandparent or a great-grandparent or your parents or your relatives or friends or people in your community. It could come from almost anywhere. And the only way that we're gonna be able to acquire more knowledge is to pay attention. Uh, it's been told and it continues to be said that we were created with two ears for a reason, to listen. 
If we listen more than we talk, then likelihood is that we're going to acquire more wisdom through the knowledge that we're acquiring, because that's really what education is, isn't it? We can mutually agree that education is the acquiring of knowledge. And then the, the action step is to apply uh, this particular wisdom in our lives, whether it's personal or if it's business related. If you're an entrepreneur like me, then you want to apply what you learn through a training, a webinar, or what, whatever means uh, that you have a mastermind group, and you want to apply that uh, to what you're learning. And then next, uh, the next thing that you want to do is, as I stated, is to share it with other people, because the more we share, the more we grow. And uh, we, we Everybody knows different things. In other words, we don't all study the same thing all the time. And as a result of that, uh, we can learn from other people. And oftentimes, people don't look at the young people as people to learn from, but you'd be really surprised that you can learn a lot from them. They have the tech side. They know the computers. They know how to gather information. So it behooves us older folks to listen to the young people and for the young people to listen to us a more seasoned is what I use. I won't say the word O-L-D, old, seasoned people. And uh, you who are listening and those who will listen, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some cultures, they really have a very high uh, valuation of the elderly in their communities. And they have it because they know that the people have wisdom. And for younger people or middle-aged people, it's the wisdom is what we seek. We want to go through life always changing, always growing, and we can grow through wisdom. And uh, wisdom helps us to lead our best life. For example, let's say if we're feeling a little under the weather, uh, if we're feeling fatigued or uh, we feel some pain in our joints, you know, in our knees or in our back, or one may have arthritis or, or something of a physical nature that we know isn't right. Well, if we have wisdom, then we will take the next step and perhaps contact our doctor, or at least let someone else know that we're being challenged physically and we need to do something about it. And not only that, but we also need to understand that a lot of times a, a doctor or physician may very well give us some pain reliever or some medication. But remember, the medication is only temporary. Uh, we need something that's long term and more sustaining so we can maintain our physical condition, uh, our, our mind, our body and spirit. When we look at it collectively, it's our temple. And so when we know through wisdom that we're having aches and pains and other disorders, to think that and believe that it would just go away by doing nothing uh, is not a wise decision. It's best to get the uh, assessment by a professional, whatever area that happens to be, it's a particular doctor or a physician that we call upon. And so it's very important. And then again, if that means at some point we have to get a operation or procedure of some type, then we have to weigh the cost, maybe get a second opinion, use that wisdom and get a second opinion. I've done that before in my life. And it will make a world of difference. It would make a tremendous difference. And, and so we want to position ourselves uh, for that to happen. But you cannot go wrong 
uh, when you acquire and you have wisdom, you cannot go wrong. And as I, I mentioned before, uh, don't go it alone. Do not go it alone when it comes to wisdom. Uh, as they, the quote goes, no man or woman is an island unto themselves. Uh, we need other people. And the reason why other people were created and we were created is so that we can help one another. That's really what's the driving force here, that we will be able to help one another. You have some knowledge that I might need. I have some knowledge that you might need. And a mastermind group type setting provides that as well. But when we look at the greater community, for example, uh, we know that uh, voting for the general election is coming up this November. And if you do not uh, do some research on the candidates who are running for a certain office, whether it's local, state, or uh, on the national level, then when you go to the voting uh, booth or you mail in your ballot, then it would be very difficult to make a decision without having some acquiring some knowledge, which will give you the advantage of having wisdom and exactly who to vote for. And it's going to be based on those items that, that you want uh, that will assist your life and the life of your family and or your community. And so by acquiring knowledge, uh, it leads to more wisdom and making better decisions in terms of who to vote for. Uh, and so I, I think that's also a really great point uh, when it comes to one, having that wisdom. It's very important to have wisdom uh, when we are doing that. And so those are just a few examples. So I want to move uh, to that side of the, the uh, body now. And I want to move to that side of the body because we know that, and, and we've known through research, that obesity happens to be one of the number one problems in America. And that uh, a lot of that is the result of inactivity. A lot of that is the result of uh, not eating properly. And then a lot of that is just, it's marketed to uh, people so much on a 24 hour basis, whether it's in uh, Washington DC or whether it's in Bangladesh, uh, people um, are being marketed to every single day. And it doesn't necessarily make for good choices at times. Oftentimes in today's society, there's this aspect of, of hurry up, no one wants to wait. Uh, sometimes there's no patience and uh, I have a meeting to get to, to, so I'll just grab a bite to eat. But that bite that you take to eat uh, may cause long-term damage to your physical body. And it also has an impact on your mind and how you think as well, and as well as sodas or a lot of sweets or chocolates or or it may be cakes or candy. And so we want to at least have some balance. We want some green leafy vegetables, my people. <laughs> and my people means everybody, every human being on this planet, all 7 billion of us, is to have those green leafy vegetables on our plate, having fresh fruit, uh, drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated so we can get the, the uh, toxins out of our body, and I think it's just very important that we really take an account of how we are treating our physical body. And a lot of times the reason why our physical body goes through so much turmoil is because our mental mind 
uh, is not allowing us to make these decisions. We, we are looking at what we see advertised on TV from a fast food uh, restaurant, or we are just simply just not into eating properly, things that are gonna give us longevity. But, and I say but, if we look at the research and we look at just two countries where there's longevity and people live to be octogenarians, people who are 100 years of age or more, the two countries happen to be Japan and as well as Italy. And so what it tells us is that they eat a lot of vegetables. They don't eat that much meat. They eat fresh fruit. Oftentimes they're growing their own uh, fruit and vegetables or they have a market near them that does provide that, for example, a farmer's market. And uh, they don't eat a lot of fast food, which means it's fried and everything. <laughs> and so we want to, and of course, I've, I've eaten fried food before. I'm not, not saying that I haven't eaten it, but nowadays I do a lot better job at uh, cooking green vegetables, uh, cabbage, I cook uh, squash, uh, I cook uh, kale and collard greens and, and all minor uh, vegetables. And I also uh, have a lot of vegetables and fruit. I have fruit, whether it's blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, you name it, I eat it. I have bananas, I have apples, oranges, you name it. And, and that's really uh, healthy and I drink more water. I don't drink sodas. Uh, and juice, I drink juice, but I try to get more of a cranberry or something of that nature, but just as an example. So if I would have to say, what is my eating like today compared to when I was a preteen and a teen? Uh, I'm actually back to the way I was eating as a preteen and a teen because I grew up and uh, we also had pigs, chickens and turkeys and uh, I had to feed them as well. And so I had a, a different type of experience, uh, but nowadays I would, if I did anything similar to my youth, it would be to plant a garden. And we didn't use any chemicals back then. And so I was eating healthy, even though I didn't like eating all the vegetables. <laughs> but uh, I think nowadays I can tolerate them, but even better than that, I have my two teenage children and they like vegetables as well. So if I eat them, they'll eat them. And that's the secret. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they already know about that. So I'm sharing just a little bit of wisdom today. Um, I had uh, three episodes prior to this, two of them solo. One was a welcome. Uh, another one I tell you about my background uh, as a businessman nowadays, as an entrepreneur, having served in the military. And in my third episode, I interviewed an expert uh, by the name of uh, Dr. David, and she shared information in terms of women's empowerment for womenpreneur uh, is the uh, program that, that she uh, leads. And now today I'm talking about the, one of the first elements that I recommend in terms of living a wealthy lifestyle. And that's one of acquiring wisdom, because when we have wisdom, we make better decisions and these decisions will keep us alive. And that's what I'm sharing today. And of course, with COVID-19, it's the wise that will make it through this. Uh, the wise people who uh, choose uh, to wear that mask, to distance themselves, social distance themselves, uh, to wash your hands on a frequent basis, to, to improve the immune system is really 
what this whole pandemic is all about. And so uh, today, I shared wisdom, which is the first thing that we should all do if we're ever to live a wealthy lifestyle. And many of us are, and I'm just reinforcing the fact to those who are already aware of this. Now, I'll provide a future episodes that talk about why wealth is more than just money. But today, it was all about the wisdom, about acquiring that knowledge. And I just want to share this with you. I have other broadcasts that are coming up very soon where I'm going to bring on some outstanding guests. In one scenario, I'm going to be coaching an individual on an area uh, that they're interested in. And uh, as, as the result of an of a, um, opportunity, I'm giving people to win a free coaching session with me on one problem or one issue most important to you. It could be something on entrepreneurship. It could be something on mindfulness. It could be mind, body, spirit. It could be spiritual consciousness. It could be writing a book or speaking professionally. Whatever that issue, or it could be something that you want, but I'm giving people the opportunity to uh, win that. And uh, typically you can find this uh, on my website on Facebook. Uh, just go to Facebook, you'll find it. You'll see it on Twitter. You see it on LinkedIn and, and some of the other areas. And uh, I'll give you that opportunity. You'll be on Zoom. It will be recorded. Uh, typically, the audio is what's going to actually be put uploaded. And at a later date, the actual Zoom uh, video will go up a little bit later after that, that coaching session. And I'm also uh, bringing on someone, an Arthur, uh, who I interviewed on my radio show. And I'm going to be bringing her on, and she's going to be talking about her book a little bit more. Uh, for those of you out there who like to read books, and, and in this case, she happens to be a New York-based novelist and poet. And so you'll get an opportunity to uh, listen and see her as well. As I always state, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Fan. My time is up, and I thank you for yours. I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day. And again, uh, just go to www.wealthacademypodcast.com and you'll be able to listen on the different distribution channels such as Apple iTunes, with Spotify, with Google Podcasts, as well as Stitcher and many of the other podcast distribution uh, channels and platforms that are out there. Paul Arsvan signing out, Wealth Academy Podcast. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 